Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I'm James McMillan. How have you been this week? Been good. Uh, been better than you have, unfortunately. That is true. Sorry. Well, uh, after our last episode dropped, we were camping, actually. Unfortunately, right before we left to go camping, we found out that our water heater had oh. been leaking into our crawl space and our kitchen. I had no idea how bad it was. It was real bad. We didn't really know how bad it was either. Did you know this is two separate leaks? Yeah. Not to interrupt you. No. Because we thought it was one leak. It was two separate leaks. There's a leak from the refrigerator, uh, the supply line to the ice maker. Right. And then we found the next morning after we thought we'd fixed the leak and just had to deal with damage, we found that our water heater was also leaking into the same spot. It just seems too weird to be true, but it's true. So currently my kitchen has no floor and no cabinets and it's... 106 degrees in there right now because they're drying it out. And so my family of five with our dog and cat are living in a hotel room for the time being, which would be really fun if we weren't in a global pandemic and yeah, there's no there's pool. nothing to do. No. Yeah. The nothing to do. The movie closed. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, it's laughable. And when it comes right down to it, we're incredibly lucky that our insurance is covering yep. everything. But it is, it's a little, it's a little tight. Yeah. No, it and, sucks. Uh, it was Josh a is, Josh is working from home, of course, as everyone else is basically. And so working <laughs> from home right now means working from a hotel room with four other people and his dog and his cat. So. Um, At least your kids are older. And it's not like they're. Right. Little, you know, toddlers no. running around. and We don't have to entertain babies. them. Yeah. They're, they're good. Right. So it's, um, yeah, it's been quite a week. But it hasn't we been. are hopefully going to be getting better here in the next couple of days. Our kitchen is almost dry, and then we can meet with a contractor and figure out what actually has to be done. Yeah. So we'll just be living in our house in a construction zone probably through the summer. I mean, if, if I'm being realistic, we won't have a real kitchen until yeah. the fall. Stuff takes a long <laughs> but, time. And it always hey, takes longer than you think. We've been talking about a remodel for a while, and this was just the fire under our butts to make us do it. Or the water under your butt. Yes, the water, the flood under our butt. That's right. Well, that sucks. Um, let's let's get some Disney magic into your heart. For and sure. To our audience's heart. But first, we need a weather report. All right. <laughs> I'm getting better at it. Yeah, it gets funnier every time. Uh, so. Right now, uh, currently in not Disneyland, it is 76 degrees and cloudy, which is real close to 78 degrees and partly cloudy at Disneyland. We feel like maybe it's a wow. Twilight Zone moment. Do, 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 and it was do, do, hot do, do, do. yesterday here. 93, I think I saw. I on know. My I kept thinking app. like this gag is not going to work when it's. Right. Like really nice here because that's 93 and not Disneyland and 76 <laughs> at Disneyland. We're like, uh oh, we're well, going to have to stop talking you know about what? this. It's actually, but it goes both ways. <laughs> right. Like, I'd rather have 72 degrees and sunny than 95 <laughs> and sunny in Oregon. Oh no. Oh, you gave it away. I said it. We live in Oregon. You all know. All right. Yeah, screw it. Just actually, let people know. I can't imagine any of you don't already know. I know. Well, now, now you have to figure out where in Oregon. It's a big state. <laughs> it's the biggest city in Oregon. <laughs> Please don't track us down. <laughs> uh, all right. So we are officially Team Dynamite Goat. 
That's how this whole yeah. craziness started. Mm-hmm. Um, it's five of us. It's James and Ash and myself, Sarah, and my husband, Josh, and our daughter, Kate. Katie. Um, we have two other kids. They're just not part of this group because they're not crazy enough yet. They'll come along. Basically, the requirements to be a part of this group are that you love Disneyland with all of your heart. Yep. And you have a vest. And that's, you have a- <laughs> that's it. You have to be crazy and have a vest. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. How did, it got started a few years ago. I was actually coming out of Space Mountain and ran into a group that was sitting out there. And it was half the social club Mickey's Fun Wheelers and half the social club uh, Sons of Mickey. Yes. And they were sitting together. And I see these guys and these girls, and they just look too cool. Right. They're, it's just like... We'll explain what they were wearing. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're all just like, they're, first of all, they're just adorable because they all match. They're like in their 20s, maybe 30s at the most, mm-hmm. it seems. They're all just so happy to be at Disneyland. And they are wearing leather or denim vests with right. patches on the back. Just like, like a biker gang. With totally like, look like a biker gang. Yeah. Sons of Mickey. Yes. I mean, come on. So good. And I immediately was like, these people are people that I need to talk to. So I went up and I was like, yeah. tell me everything. And I got talking to the one of the guys from Sons of Mickey. And I can't, I'm sorry, I don't know your name. I don't remember. But we did exchange names. And I said, okay, I'm going to follow you as soon as I have service out of this tunnel that is the Space Mountain exit. Mm -hmm. And I did. I went right out and I followed everybody on Instagram. And I was like, I'm so sold. Um, Unfortunately, living in Oregon, as you now know, uh, we can't be part of their group. Which just doesn't make sense for us to try and insert ourselves into a social club that is in Southern California when we live in Oregon. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, at this time, we didn't even have annual passes. Right. We were basically, uh, we were not newbies because we've been going to Disneyland our whole lives. But there are levels to this thing. For sure. And we hadn't been obsessed like we are now for a few years. We were rookies in the category of being a Disneyland fan. Yes. That's how I would put it. We loved Disneyland. Yeah. We wanted to be there more than we were, but we hadn't quite gotten to the point where we'd be willing to mortgage our homes for Like it. an annual pass seemed kind of ridiculous at that <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, totally. Right. We're like, we like, don't live here, so... What, are you nuts? Are you nuts? Yes, we are. And now now We just clear. didn't know it yet. So we came home and decided we wanted to start our own social club. Yes. What would we call ourselves? To be fair, that was after a few visits, right? It was. We'd already gone... A few times in and one year. We may have actually decided while we were in the park that we would be Team Dynamite Goat, as in the goat. From Thunder Mountain. From Thunder Mountain. And right. um, now we have actually successfully that- gotten whole trains full yes. of that yes. to chant with us. Yeah. Goat, 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 goat. goat. When you're going up the hill <laughs> yep. before you pass as you're them. going up the hill. Yep. And then everybody does the goat trick where you look at the goat and you swing around and you it feel like faster. you're going to puke. Yep. And it's fantastic. But yeah, it's so well, much Well, Team Dynamo fun. Goat, the expression was like something, it was like a running gag, an inside joke at the park between us. Mm-hmm. And like we were joking, like, now this is our crew. This yeah. is our social club. Right. We're so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like you said, we went back home. And be- and then before the next trip we, we, we were planned to go, we made vests. And I think it may have been mostly... Uh, pushed by Ash. Yeah, producer she Ash was like, is definitely we're the... doing this. Right. Get yourself a vest or you're not part of our group. By the way, 
we're wearing them right now. We are wearing our vests. <laughs> James texted me a picture of himself in the vest, and he said, we're wearing our vests to record. Yeah, and we need I, that Disney magic. Living in a hotel, had to actually go to my home to pick up the vest, but as here one I does. am. As one does. And our vests are hilarious. They're covered in pins, Yep. and one of them is actually a pin that Kate made out of, not Sculpey, yeah, Shrinky Dinks. Shrinky Dinks. It's a, it's a dynamite. A stick of dynamite. Right. And um, it's pretty fun. We have our names on them. Yes. Embroidered. It's front names on the, the, the front left side, mm-hmm. like over your heart. Mm-hmm. And then TDG on the back. Yes. With a printout that you found of the actual dynamite the goat, goat from the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember last time we were there, we were standing in line for the Mater's junkyard and this woman comes up and taps me on the shoulder and she goes yeah are you guys bikers <laughs> and ashley and i just started cracking up and i was like no we're no, actually we just really giant are. nerds yeah <laughs> you know i i've actually only had one person get it yeah one person she goes is that from thunder mountain is that the goat from thunder mountain tdg is that no that was what it was she said is that team dynamite goat Oh, that's awesome. And I, I just flipped out a high five during. I was like, how'd you figure that out? Because <laughs> like, I, I don't know. standing behind yeah, you. Yeah, I was just standing behind you forever, <laughs> just thinking about it. So good. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> um, are there any other social clubs you want to talk about? I mean, yeah, there's a couple more that I have sort of found through these other, the two social clubs that I mentioned, Sons of Mickey and Mickey's Fun Wheelers, um, the Forces of Fett and Oogie Boogie's Dice Rollers and the Haunted Pirates. Uh, there's a thousand more. Maybe not a thousand. That's probably an exaggeration. But there's a lot. Even just social oh, clubs that we're following. Yep. There's another one, Schweitzer Falls. They're adorable. And I think it might just be two of them. Yeah. Um, th- there's everywhere from like ours where it's just a family to like full on social clubs where there's a hundred members. They do charitable events. Yes. You know, just like kind of like a biker gang would do. Right. And um, one of them raised a ton of money for for COVID-19. I don't remember which one it was, but I just thought that was so cool. Yep. I've definitely seen some of them. And of course, I can't remember which ones did which, but some of them was doing something for March of Dimes. Um, One of them does a lot for Alzheimer's. I've also seen for autism, autism awareness. And they also bring like gifts into the park and they give them out to people. And it's just adorable. Yes. No, and it's weird because sometimes you'll see a lot of the social clubs walking around the park, and then other times you go and it's like you don't see any. Yeah, and I think they probably go mostly on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And when that we're on sense. vacations, we go. We try to go during the week because right. we can have shorter oh, I bet, wait times I bet that's and stuff. What it is. Yeah. But I think my favorite thing is how completely welcoming they are oh, to everyone yeah. and every other social club. Right. Like just open arms. They're always down to get a picture with you yep. we have not personally done this yet because we've actually only worn our vest to the park twice and didn't run into any other social mm-hmm. clubs somehow but yeah. i've seen them doing it where they all get together and they get photos and they put their hashtag on their instagrams as um hashtag different patch same love mm-hmm. i think i actually may have teared up the first time Aww. i saw that because it's so cute and it's yeah. so everything oh, that, that disneyland i love it means to us and of course you know they they look it's almost intimidating because they're they're all wearing the same thing yep and it's clearly a club and they look so cool cool (laughs) but then you get closer and it's like 
pin, you know, Mickey pins. Yes. And, you These, know, little Donald yeah. Duck pins. I mean, they're, it's Disney dorks. Yes, I absolutely. Everything about it is wonderful. And they, some of them are adult only and yep. they have more adult themed meetings sure. and things that they do. But some of them are very family friendly. Yeah. There's little kids rocking vests. Yeah. No, it's great. it's great. I mean, Katie was 11 yeah. when we jumped her in. I think so. <laughs> And by jumping her in, you mean ironed on her patch ironed on her with patch her? With her? Yeah. The, uh, so, oh, let's oh, just so quickly talk about our vests. Where, let's do it. Where we got them. Okay. So, Great. where'd you guys get yours? I found mine at a vintage shop. Okay. I think I bought mine on... Uh, yeah, yeah. Somewhere oh, online. Oh, I think you got yours on Poshmark. Yes. yes I bought mine on Poshmark. Poshmark. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. I got mine from a denim jacket I already owned and I cut the sleeves off. That's right. Kate also had a denim jacket that we cut the sleeves off of. Yep. And the best, though, (laughs) is Josh. We could not, for the life of us, find a large men's denim jacket or vest. James totally lucked out. Mine was already cut and ready. We went with the next best thing. We found an extra large women's vest. (laughs) Vest, not a jacket. It was already a vest at Goodwill. And it is hilarious yeah. it's too short it's too short on him. it's yep. a little too small around yeah but he is somehow a good sport oh he's the best sport someday we'll it. get him a real one and josh is not a small I guy want to no, he's a strapping dude with big shoulders he's six two yeah. six something yeah. like that he's almost yeah six one ish six one ish yeah yeah so it's it's hilarious on him but now it's become a thing where, like, <laughs> it would look weird to me if he wasn't wearing that one. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it has, fit. like, little pleats. <laughs> yes. It's so clearly it's a great. women's vest. It's great. But it says Josh, so you know he didn't just steal it off a woman. <laughs> That's right. This is mine now. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> so we have exciting news for us this little podcast that just started we've gotten fan mail which is just something that i never even considered we got an email from a girl named mckenna and she shared with us that it made her day that she was able to listen to us walking through disneyland because she was just like us had a plan to go to disneyland and then every you know the world got shut down Mm -hmm. um so she she said thank you, and it was really, really sweet. And we thank you, McKenna, for reaching out to us and yes. letting us know that that made your day because it made our day to hear that it made your day. Absolutely. Um, so sweet. And in her email, she included, because she was listening to the episode where we were talking about uh, where we picture ourselves in Disneyland from episode one, and she said that where she pictured herself, and she listed a bunch of places and. I thought that was really cool that she shared that with us. And one of them was the spot between Haunted Mansion and Splash Mountain, which I think is such a great spot. And it's really funny because we actually kind of talked about that spot in the second episode where we were talking about that dock that James was saying is a good sneaky way Mm -hmm. and just, you know, that kind of that area. And... Then, actually, what's funny, I saw on Instagram the other day somebody talking about the same place, and we started up a little conversation about how you can see the the boats drop from that drop yeah. from the island. And it's such a cool spot to stand over there and watch the boats drop, because you see them right after they've just gotten a tidal wave of water over their head. Mm-hmm. 
And someone commented on that, too. Yeah, it doesn't really have anything to do with what McKenna said, except that it's kind of seeing it from a different view. Mm -hmm. But um, That that was very sweet of her. Thank you, McKenna, for saying that. Yeah, very nice to hear from you. Okie dokie. And another honorable mention is to our very own Kate, who's a member of Team Dynamite Goat. And she just happens to be my niece. Katie recommended... Uh, that we talked about rides that we loved as kids, but are too old and make us too dizzy to enjoy now, (laughs) which is a hilarious topic. There's definitely a group of them. There's a group of them. (laughs) And the second thing she recommended was rides that we used to be afraid of that we now love. So right off the bat for the first one she recommended is the obvious teacups. Teacups, of course. I think every adult over, what, 25 Maybe, maybe, maybe younger. It's maybe it's younger. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I couldn't do a somersault when I was 25 without feeling like I was going to barf. I feel like I'm going to barf just talking about the ride. I no, went I'm not on even it. Kidding. The last time we were there, not the last. It was like in October. I you went said on it. Wasn't it. that bad? Oh, it was awful. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> I did find that what you do not do is you do not stare into the eyes of your maniacal husband across the thing who's spinning it. Like a lunatic, looking at you and laughing so hard, you instead find the horizon. You used to be able to spin it harder, too. follow the horizon and try not to throw up, and then you get off, and you're okay. Like a figure skater. Yes, exactly, like spotting. And you just keep turning your head and finding the horizon. Just don't look at the person in the teacup with you. It's the worst thing you can do. Yeah, so that's the first obvious one. The second one, for me... And this isn't something that really I used to do as a kid, but it's it represents a type of ride. We'll say that, mm-hmm. that I, I used to be able to do as a kid, no problem. And that would be the Ferris wheel in DCA, but the spinny version. Nope. The little Mm-mm. swingy version. Nope. No. Can't do it. Won't do it. It's the one ride at the park, at both parks, that I refuse to do. I did it once. And there's actually a really lovely picture of me. It's probably one of the most flattering photographs of me of all time. (laughs) And I'm not sure why. I look look like I'm gazing out over the land. Oh, you're you're not being sarcastic. No, I'm serious. I look so at peace. Because you're accepting your fate. I was terrified. I, I mean, the terror that you... You cannot see how scared I was <laughs> every time it would start to drop. My whole body clenched. I kept looking at Josh and he was like, are you okay? And I, I was like, hate that no, ride. I am not. It and the looks problem miserable. is it's way too long. Like, oh, yeah. Once you get going, you're trapped. That's it. You're just, oh, okay. So I'm, I'm in this for a while. And people love it. Some people love it. That whole social club we were just talking about, Mickey's Fun Wheelers. Mm-hmm. The, what is it? Pixar Pal Around is what it's called now. But it used to be Mickey's Fun Wheel. And they love it. They, they check in there every time they go. And it's a whole thing for their group. Nope. I don't even like the one that stands still. It's too it's yeah, too much. I can barely even do that one. I mean, that one's great because you get such a killer view when I you're can't up top. Pay attention to the view. I'm just trying not <laughs> just to cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, so good. I would say that obviously the teacups, but the for me, not even makes me so dizzy, but it just hurts is the Matterhorn. 
I love that ride so much, but it hurts so much. My hips oh, are sore after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I with you. Ashley, didn't you actually smash your face into the thing in front of you as we were getting on? Sure did. Sure no. did. <laughs> no, yeah. My hips felt bruised, like like I had been beat up I mean, the last time I went on that As ride. soon as it starts, we're all just like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, this is a lot. This is not worth it. You spend the whole time sort of bracing yourself for every <laughs> yeah. turn so you don't just throw your back out. I mean, legitimately, I'm worried I'm going to hurt my back on that ride. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I will say there have been times, though, where I get on that ride and it cracks my back in a way that a chiropractor oh, can only do. Well, that's interesting. So, Well, there's a few. So now we will talk about the rides that we used to be afraid of as kids and we love now. For me, I mean, the obvious ones are any of the roller coasters. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Thunder Mountain. I was terrified of that ride. I remember so funny. not going on it because it was a roller coaster. And now our mom. Yeah, I was going to say, do you ever wonder if that's not why? a ride person? I think she, that's why. In her last trip, she went on basically everything. But before that, when we were growing up, she just didn't. She wasn't into it. That's just not her thing. She, she just was not ever going to get on a roller coaster. And so for us, Thunder Mountain was a big roller coaster. Well, I remember going on Space Mountain. And as a little kid, I used to just like close my eyes and mm-hmm. just bear down. Like I would go on it just so I wouldn't be a wimp. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I really ever enjoyed it. I don't think I went on Space Mountain until I was 15. Now, now it's that's like top, uh-huh. you know, 10 rides for sure. Yes. Maybe even top five. I did go on Thunder Mountain when I was seven. And I remember that I was too small hmm. for the bar to hold me down because I was with dad. And... He spent the whole ride laughing hysterically because I was screaming and freaking out. So good. But now it's one of my faves. All righty. Our third and final shout out is to Tiffany. Thank you so much, Tiffany, for reaching out to us on Instagram. She actually shared one of our stories to her own page and suggested that we talk about our top five favorite attractions and favorite foods, which is such a great idea. And definitely something that I think we would eventually get to, but I think it's a great time to do it. So, James, do you have your top five favorite attractions? I do, actually. All right. I have them already. I'm wondering if ours are going to be the same or totally different. I think at least half will be the same. Okay. But I I think one might not be. Okay. This is not in order. We'll say that. And even though I just said space might be my top five, I actually don't think it's going to make my top five now. Just because you have to pick. You have to pick. And is this between both parks? Mm -hmm. Okay. So this Disneyland proper and DCA. Mm -hmm. Just make that clear. So first one would be Haunted Mansion. Okay. I think that's where we might differ. But don't tell me yet. (laughs) Second, Thunder Mountain. Third, Pirates. Four, Incredicoaster. Five, Guardians. Okay. Just because you have to pick. You have to pick. We share a few. My top five are not in order either, but kind of in order. Maybe in order. Actually, (laughs) they're in order. I'm going to say it. Fair enough. Guardians is number one. Yeah. I could go on that ride over and over and laugh hysterically. Incredicoaster, because as I said at one point, we got to go fast. So that's two the same. Uh Uh-huh. Space Mountain. Ah, ba-ba-ba-ba. Love it. 
I think Space Mountain for me, the biggest reason I love that so much is the photo op because my husband and my daughter do the funniest pictures on that ride. Oh, man. We'll have to post some pictures of them. Oh, yeah. The best. Uh, Thunder Mountain, of course, because mm-hmm. we couldn't be Team Dynamite Goat without mentioning Thunder Mountain. Gotta pick it. And Soren. You know what? That's a classy choice. Oh, thank you. Good job, Chilcott. I like that. I'm a little embarrassed that only two of them are actually Disneyland. It's okay. But, you know. DCA is great. I think I'm this, not gonna like. I I love DCA. Yeah, this whole snobby thing about Disneyland being the only thing. No. I mean, we are kind of snobs about Disneyland because it, it is definitely better. But DCA is fantastic. <laughs> it is definitely better. <laughs> well, I will say that there is a good reason why we are all in a social club together because I have very similar but slightly different choices. Let's hear them. Let's hear them. Number one, Haunted Mansion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number two, Guardians. Mm-hmm. Yep. Could do it all day, every day. It's a delicious ride. <laughs> delicious. Followed quickly by the Incredicoaster because I also need to go fast. You need to. Need it. Uh, a surprising pick that I didn't really know that I would choose is Rise of the Resistance. Ooh. It is a gorgeous experience, it really and is. it makes me so emotional. Yeah. I've done it three times, I think. And it is just from beginning to end, it's hmm. just an all-encompassing experience. You're really, totally right. It is so good. I think it's going to stand the I think test of time. It's still so new for me that it didn't land as a top five yet. Cause it's I not haven't even thought about it. In my bones yeah. like the other ones are. Yeah, it was a surprise pick for me too. And then my last pick is kind of a cheat, but I chose Jungle Cruise with Tiki back to back. Oh. Yes. Also a classy <laughs> I, choice. I like where your head is at. <laughs> you know, and I have to say, I always appreciate when people pick their favorite rides that like to kind of pat myself on the back pirates mm-hmm. it's not that like exciting there's one little drop but it's a classic disneyland ride there's right. so much theming and ambience and for you to pick soren i think is the same thing where it's mm-hmm. like yeah it's not the most intense ride ever made but it, it makes you feel something i've cried on that ride oh yeah numerous times <laughs> for <laughs> i'll <sure>. admit it <laughs> and um yeah for you for you to pick Jungle Cruise slash Tiki Room combo is the same kind of thing. So I just wanted to make a note of that. I, I like when people don't, they don't try to impress other people and pick the fastest, most intense ride. Yeah. Like, I mean, I kind of did, but I'm not going to lie. Four of those are the fastest rides in the park. Do you like to go fast, sir? I like to go fast. That's a huge priority for you. I'm not a big thrill seeker. Like I don't want, well, maybe I am. I do love Guardians, and I love the Incredicoaster. I always wonder how you'd fare at, like, Six Flags. I would probably cry and pee my pants. Because the Incredicoaster is, like, maybe the lamest roller coaster there. I know. I know. You I know don't. What I, mean? I like the one upside down. It's so But intense. I don't want to go upside down backwards. For I don't. I don't want to be dangling, like, at any point. I want to feel very secure. No, it's exhausting. You go there, it's just, it's like taking a shot of tequila. You're just, you're there to get it, and yeah, then you go home. There's that's no a lot. theming. I, There's no I went magic. on um, a ride at Knott's Berry Farm called... The boomerang, I believe. Yeah. Where you went oh, yeah. forward the yellow one. three loops yep. and then backwards three loops. Yep. I got off that ride and immediately threw up in the nearest trash can. And I was like, oh, I don't like roller coasters. Yeah. Well, speaking of throwing up. Ooh, <laughs> I can't wait. Let's talk favorite foods. Ooh. Top five foods at Disneyland slash DCA. Mm-hmm. You want to kick it off? 
Yeah, go for it. Let's do ping pong action. Okay. I go, you go, you go. Sure. Cool. So me, Shilcott, producer Ash. Perfect. All right. Dole Whip. Matterhorn macaroon. Dole Whip. Mm. Churro. Mickey shaped pretzel. Mickey shaped pretzel with cheese. Dang. It's going to be a few repeats. Popcorn. Plaza Inn fried chicken meal. Oh, see, you're you're getting like fancy. Good hey, for you. You know, I I know what I like. Skewers at the Bengal barbecue. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mm-hmm. forgot about that one. I did too. I did it again. <laughs> pretzel, also a Mickey pretzel for me. The burrito that is the special burrito at the I did not look this up beforehand. Cos- Zocalo Zocalo At DCA. No, the one in right next to Thunder Mountain. That Mexican restaurant. Oh, yeah. Um, it's um, the something. Everybody's checking. <laughs> Rancho del Zocalo. Okay. Yes. At the Rancho del Zocalo, it's um, their special burrito that's off menu. Mm. And it is literally everything. And I'm not going to lie. I have not personally eaten this thing. It's the size of your head. But it is something that you can eat with a family. We've gotten it for josh and i and kate and eating it together the whole thing it's like 13 dollars, and it feeds three people yes go ahead similar vein the mexican street corn the elote on dca side good Mm. choice it's a great snack see i love hearing these because i I forgot (laughs) my last one this is a cheat but i have to be honest with who i am okay guys so i know what it is you do no no i don't think you do this is this is a dumb pick it's iced coffee. I knew you were going to pick oh, that. And I thought you are no, I know. Okay, that's not what I thought It's a cheap say. pick because it's not specific to Disneyland, but it is for me because, well, for one, I'm a coffee addict. I have an iced coffee here always, but it's it's like, um, it's just tradition for me. I have to have an iced coffee. I agree. It would be weird to see you at yeah. any, any Disney park without a coffee yeah, in I, your hand. It just, it helps me feel the magic. My final one is actually outside of the park in downtown Disney, Earl of Sandwich, just pretty mm. much anything there. It's Solid. probably the cheapest lunch you can find on the property, and you can take the monorail to it and be in and out of the park quickly and grab a great lunch, and they even have beer. Fantastic. On that note, my final pick is the billion-dollar margarita strawberry preferred <laughs> Mm. Which is funny because when I'm at Disneyland, I typically don't drink nearly as much as I would on my day to day. But right. when you need it, that billion dollar margarita <laughs> is worth every penny. I'm the Isn't same it, way. I think it is sixteen dollars or something. It's yeah, something it's, like that. It's double digits. And for I'm sure. pretty sure there's not a lot of no. alcohol no. going on in there. But you're but, already so high on yeah, the Disney high. magic Placebo. that you just yep. It just sure. tops everything off. And it's required pre-game before you go on Little Mermaid. <laughs> That's right. You gotta have it As you fresh say, you in bring your, belly. your belly. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now on to the weekly media recommendations. And my pick for the week is a podcast hosted by the powerful Mark Bricky, and it's titled Disneyland for Designers Podcast. And specifically, I want to focus on a few episodes with Philander Butler. And the first one is a lap around Disneyland with Philander. And then they go back for a part two where they do California Adventure. And then, I, then they come back for a third one where they actually go to Cars Land specifically. Highly recommend it because especially during the quarantine where you can't go to the park, 
it was such a fun way. I think all three of us listened to it at least mm-hmm. a few times. I know I did. Just a really brilliant way to go back to the park in your mind. And it's themed really well. Mark has really rad Disney-themed music playing in the background. And Philander is like all of our heroes. He's one of the VIP tour guides at Disneyland and is just so knowledgeable about Disneyland history. And I can't imagine a better pair to do that walkthrough. That's not easy to do. Right. In your head. Yeah, in your head. And and they're just like, they pull from the park so well. Um, Anyway, highly recommend those three episodes. Yeah, and I think Mark Brickey said that he's going to be doing an episode is every Wednesday yeah. until the park opens. So right. we've got about a month right. left. That's right. If everything goes as planned, yep. you can still get your fix every week. Yeah, and a huge shout out to Philander Butler on oh, Instagram. Yeah. Highly recommend that you follow him. He is at Philander85 on Instagram. Yep. He has been doing Imaginary Mondays oh, and yes. all kinds of really great Those historical so content. Cool. Yep. He is a Disneyland hero of mine. Yep. I don't get starstruck, but if I saw him, I think that I would probably fangirl. Producer Ash yeah. talks about him all yeah. the time. He's, you always say that's he's like great. The one yes. What a lovely human. Totally. Oh, totally. And what is, he is actually, he's a cast member, but he's, um, what do they call it? The, the VIP plaid. tour. Yeah, yeah. A plaid. Yeah, that's right. Best. right. So he, he takes people on VIP tours around Disneyland. So what better person to go on a... Um, virtual yeah. walkthrough of That's Disneyland right. in your head right. with. He knows everything. I love that Mark Brickey always, he kind of pokes fun at it. Like, mm-hmm. all right, this you got to slum it with me today, right, Flander. Right, right. You got to take that vest off. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a normie now. We don't get to go it. behind yeah, the yeah, scenes. Exactly. Yeah, No, he, he's a legend, an absolute legend. So yeah, that's my pick. Awesome. Check her out. My weekly pick is actually a YouTube channel by the lovely couple of Walt's Chili Bowl. Oh, you've been talking about this for a they while. They are hysterical. Yeah. They have an Instagram. It's at Walt's Chili Bowl, all one word. And I'm going to specifically recommend the one that I actually watched. I rewatched it right before I came to do this recording. And I was laughing so hard for the second time. They strap cereal bowls to their head using bungee <laughs> cords and fill it with frozen, like, frozen themed as in Elsa and Anna cereal and some oat milk. And they use two spoons each to try and remove all of the cereal into their mouths from the bowl (laughs) (laughs) at lightning speed. And they are laughing so hard. Is it just all over the place? At the end, she's just cry laughing. Like I am soaking wet. (laughs) I'm covered in oat milk. Uh, and this is their YouTube? Yeah, I okay. cannot recommend them enough. And that's just one of their episodes. Well, I love her on Instagram, but I haven't done a deep dive on the YouTube yet. I, yeah. I need to do that. It, it's fantastic. They yeah, are keep They are great. Awesome. I, I feel like if we were to ever actually be in the same room, we would be best friends. So right. I'm coming it's for you, Lisa. Love it. <laughs> Good picks. All right. Sweet. Well, thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to us that you're coming back and listening to this third episode of ours. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, we really still don't know what we're doing, but we are hoping that this turns into something. Totally shocked by the response that we do have, too. Absolutely. It's been really very flattering and very flattering. Uh, exciting. Yep. And if you are looking for a way to support us and keep us going, because 
as much as it is a low-cost thing to do, there are costs involved. Yep. You can head over to our Instagram page, and we will have a link up um, showing you the way to drop some money in our tip jar. Yes. But more importantly, even, is tell a friend if you have a friend who's Disney-obsessed like you are. Yes. And uh, I'm sure you do if you're listening to the show. Of course, yeah. And think of it as good karma. You know, yes. Everyone out there has started maybe a band, or you've started a small company, or whatever that thing is that you have done, you know how hard it is and you know how much you want people to to respond to it. So this takes an immense amount of work and anything you're doing, I'm sure you spent a lot of time on it as well. So we want to help you as much as we want you to help us. Absolutely. So let us know and we'd definitely do that. We would love it if you would head over and subscribe wherever you listen and rate and review. On iTunes. It, it means so much. Yes. Um, I keep hearing that and on all the podcasts that I listen to and now having our own podcast, I really understand that it does mean a lot for you to actually rate and review. Especially on Apple podcasts. Yes. It'll rate the show. For sure. So people actually see it. And then, you know, if you have anything to share with us, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at disneydependent at gmail.com. If you have ideas for future episodes, suggestions for things you want to hear us talk about and just stay engaged with us on our Instagram email at Disney Dependent on Instagram. Yeah. Follow us over there. We'll be posting some fun, neat Disneyland-themed things. Absolutely. All things Disney, really. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WRHatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week. See you real soon. See you real soon. Yay.